you can say God do it cause we know you to be a way maker today welcome to 15 minutes with him prayer call will be gathered from 5:45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I'm so glad that you joined me this morning. I pray that you had a blessed weekend. I pray that last night you had a sweet rest. And here we are once again at another start of a week, and we give God the praise. It is an awesome thing for us to gather in prayer, and it's important for you to consider that every time you think about what prayer is to each each individual. We are to pray always without ceasing. We are to read the Word we are always to pray. And so I thank God for each of you joining me every time we gather in prayer. And let's look to the Lord at this time. So when you get an opportunity, I want you to read Acts chapter 2. And I want you to read verses 36, 37, 38, 39, and 41. And then on your own time, please read Acts 4. Uh, chapter 4, verse 4. But for our reading today, again, it's Acts chapter 2, verses 36 through 39, and then verse 41, and it reads on this wise, I'm coming from the King James Version of these verses. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Last verse, 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So far the scripture. And so, of course, we gathered yesterday in church, churches all across the world that celebrate, of course, the power of Pentecost. We know that once um, they began to speak in other tongues, excuse me, in tongues, when they spoke, the people who were listening said, we hear them, the disciples, we hear all of those that are up in the upper room glorifying God in our language. But then they said, nah, you know what, they're drunk. And Peter said, wait a minute, they are not drunk like you think. And so when you get an opportunity, you can go back into Acts chapter 2, verses 14, all the way up until the verse I read today. And this is Peter's sermon. He began to preach. He began to talk to them, to explain to them the Jesus that you crucified. He's the same Jesus that God allowed to be crucified, but he also became Lord and he is Christ. And it says, when they heard the word that came from Peter as he began to speak, it says they were pricked in their hearts, the rest of them. And they said, listen, we understand, but what are we supposed to do? And, and Peter let them know, repent, turn away from your sin, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He told them that the promise is not just to you, but it's to your children. And if all those are far off, the people who are far off, or even in our own generations, our own families, those that will come later, it's a far off, or many that the Lord shall call. And it says that they received his word and were baptized. And it says 3,000 souls were added that day. Uh, one day, 3,000, that's some kind of altar call. 
but because of what was said by Peter, the people came. And so why is this important today? Well, he told, Jesus told them to wait to receive power. And it says that Peter preached. And then what happened? They went to work. They went to work. They went to work in preaching. They went to work to start telling and talking about the goodness of who Jesus is, that he loves them, that he, he can save them from their sins. He told them, Peter said, repent. And then it said they had fellowship. As you continue to read, it talks about the community of believers. They continued day with, and daily with one accord in the temple. They broke bread. They went from house to house. They were, they were of one heart. They had one mind to get together and to serve. And so today, I encourage each of you to know that receive the power that comes from our Savior. Receive the Holy Spirit and then get to work. Get to work. It's, it's not, not time for you to receive the gift and then sit in the church and don't do anything. When you go to work, you are not supposed to be two different people. You're supposed to be the same. So receive the word learn the word, and then go do something. Get to work because it's high time for us to just be sitting still to get all this power to wear these wonderful red and white and to be sanctified and to talk about the fire, the fire. Well, fire burns, and there's supposed to be some evidence of that, that it should go from heart to heart when we begin to tell people about who Jesus is because he is great, he's awesome, and he's still saving. He's still in the saving business, but get on your job. Get the ghost receive the power, and then get to work. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning and we lift you up. We thank you because there's nobody like you. You are the great I am. We love you, God, today. What a great and mighty God you are. We thank, we're thankful for you, God, because you live, you exist, you're real you are the God who's in charge. You are the Almighty One. You are Elohim. You're El Elyon. You are the Most High God. You're the one who looks at all of us. Your eyes roam to and fro on the earth, but you look down low on your mere mortals, your children. You see us. And because of that, God, we are grateful for another morning to come to you in prayer. We thank you for the opportunity, the privilege to be able to talk to you and that you listen to us. So, Father, this morning we love you, we thank you, and we bless you with our lips. God, forgive us right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Forgive us of our sins, our transgressions. We know that we sin. I know, Lord, we are something else because we'll say, no, I just got up, or it's, it's too early. Lord, our mind will think about things. We will have thoughts. So, Father, have mercy mercy upon us even this early morning. For those who have already left, we ask for a covering of forgiveness, God, that you would forgive, forgive, forgive your people. Wherever we are gathered together with you right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would forgive us of our sins, and we thank you that you are a forgiving God. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity of forgiveness. Thank you. Thank you for doing it for us. This morning, Lord, we come to you because we have learned of your word. We know that we receive your power. We waited and we tarried just like those in the upper room. But, God, it's time to get to work. We got to know this word. We have to know what your word says. So today we pray, God, for an extra strength that comes from you to read the word, to read the word, to know the word, to eat the word day and night, and we'll have good success. God, help us to read the word because we know that in order for us to go, in order for us to do, in order for us to say, in order for us to be, we got to have your power. We have to have your spirit dwelling in us. We thank you, Jesus, as it was reminded yesterday 
superior man of God when he preached that is Jesus, the, the, the natural Jesus, the man Jesus, if he was on earth, we would have to go to places to gather with him because he was over in Jerusalem and then he might have went someplace else in Nazareth. He was all over, but he was man on the earth. So if we had to hear the teachings of Jesus, we would have to physically go and it would be almost impossible to try to find where is he? Where is he? Where, what's going on? But, Lord, you are so amazing because you went so that the Holy Spirit can come. And you, Holy Spirit, are in all of us. You dwell in us everywhere at the same time. Oh, God, what a powerful revelation that's right there. It's in your word. You said, I must go because I have to send the comforter. So because you have sent yourself into us inside of us we are supposed to do Lord we cannot have these church gatherings and we cannot have these services and we cannot have these programs if you're not in it if you're not in it we are just gathering you are not there so this morning we are reminded that without you we can do nothing we can do nothing the church the ministry the gifts we need your leading, but it all has to be done by you. You let us know that whatever we do, we are to work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord we will receive an inheritance as your reward, and we are serving you, Lord. Father, thank you for your word that reminds us what we're supposed to do. Lord, we, we get so comfortable. This human, this skin, this, this humanity that we are, we love to think that we're in control. We love to do things, and then we mess up because we say, well, that was a good service, and we had a good time gathering. But, Lord, the question is, are you there? Are you in the midst of us? Are you leading us? Are you in the midst when there's huge conventions and conferences and all kinds of prayer? Are you there? Are you there? Lord, we cannot do this without you. You must lead us. We must at times sit and listen. We must at times be quiet as we are leading and walking and talking and, and doing whatever you have called us to do in these jobs, oh, God, in our homes and our families, Lord, we need you to help us. You say whatever we do in word or deed, do everything in your name, in your name, giving thanks to you, God, the Father, through him. We got to do this in you. So, Father, we received the power, but now you want us to get to work. We cannot work without you. We cannot do anything without you. I don't care how amazing we think we may be, but we need you. We cannot teach without you. And this is for me, God, for teaching in school. We cannot teach without you. You cannot administer without the Father. We need you. We need you to do it for us. So you told us to seek you first the kingdom of God and your righteousness. All these things would be added unto us. All these things, when we seek you, you'll give us what we need to go. You'll give us what we need to say when we get nervous, when we want to witness and tell people about your goodness. Lord, you will equip us. You will prepare us. You told us to go and make disciples of all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teach them and teach them to obey everything that I've commanded. And, lo, I'm with you always. Always you are with us. So, Lord, today this is a reminder that after we receive, after we've been in prayer, after we've fasted, after we've done all the, the things, and not just one time but on a continual basis, that you will give us a directive. You will give us the answers when we don't know what to do. You said to ask you for wisdom. 
and you will give it to us liberally. You won't give it to us just in, in little measures, but you'll give it to us liberally. So, Lord, whatever we're trying to do, our businesses, the books, the company, whatever it is, God, we need your leading and your direction because whatever we do, it is for your glory. You told us that we can do all things through you because you give us strength. So even when we feel like we're not worthy, if we can't stand in the position, we can't do it, Lord, we could do all things, not some things, but all things. You let us know that diligent hands will rule. Diligent hands will rule. The hands that are doing and being about your business. Lord, we need you today. Thank you for the reminder of who you are in our lives because without you, again, we are nothing. We can do Nothing, and we know that that's not how you speak. We can't do anything, but without you, with you, Lord, we can do great exploits. You said greater works we would we do, greater works than what you did. You said we could do more. So, Lord, we should be laying our hands on those, and they shall recover the sick, and people that are, are dead need to get up. Lord, we are to do greater works. Father, help us. Help us to hear you and be led by your spirit. Commit our ways, God, to you in the name of Jesus. And whatever we do, you said that you would establish our plans. Thank you for doing it for us. God, your word, your word, any word that you have put in your book will never, ever fail. We thank you, God, because we know that heaven and earth are going to pass away. But, God, your word. It's going to remain. And so we thank you, Comforter, for coming. We thank you that you live and you dwell in us. So, God, today, help us to remind, be reminded of this. Help us to live a life that's pleasing to you, but help us to be led and to move when you say move, just like that, to do when you say do, to speak when you say speak, and to be quiet when you tell us to be quiet and stop thinking it's all about show, but it's all about you. It's all about you. So today, God, we thank you and we praise you, God, and we pray because we know, Comforter, you are our comfort. You not only guide us and lead us, but you keep us when we're sad and when we're grieving. And so this morning, we ask that you remember those who are grieving, those names I don't know, who are grieving from years ago. They are grieving from this, this pandemic, people that they've lost, and they are grieving from day to day because it's too much. But God, you are the one who can hold them up, God, with your righteous right hand. So today, I ask that you remember Tiffany. I ask that you remember the Niles family. I ask that you remember Miss Jeffrey in the name of Jesus, I ask that you will remember Miss um, um, Bell in the name of Jesus and her family. Even though the, the niece has gone on, it is too much for them to hold on to. It's too much for them to rationalize in their head. Why did she have to go? God, they trust you, but it's hard. It's hard. So we ask that you undergird them. We lift up Cheryl. We lift up Ashley. We lift up my Aunt Edie. We lift up Vivian. Oh, God, even as she is about to celebrate her brother's life as he has gone on to be with you. God, it's too much. It's too much. We lift up Ashton and the family and Latanya and all of them, God. Oh, God, because the mother is gone. God, we need you. We need you because it's too much. It's too much for your people. In the name of Hillary Porter, her name is coming up. Father, I just ask that you would rem remind us of who you are, but be who you are, and that's our comforter. And anyone else under the sound of my voice who is going through grief, God, I pray for healing because if you have not taken them away, they're still healing, they're sick. We pray for healing, healing across the land. We pray for Prophet Vicki Savage in the name of Jesus, standing in the gap for everybody else concerning sickness and diseases, and the enemy is trying to afflict her body, but God, you 
are Rafa. You are the Lord God that heals her. So heal Prophet Vicky, heal Mother Rosebud really now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. Heal Pastor Rhonda. Heal her father and anyone who may be sick because, God, that's who you are. That's who you are, Miss Miss Chavis, and anyone who's dealing with anything that they don't talk about, but they just accept that that's what it is. God, you are still a healer and the blood still works. Your blood works. Your blood is healing in your wings. There's blood in you. And because your blood was shed, God, we are healed and we are set free. We are delivered. God, even remember Erica in the name of Jesus, even though she's not sick, but she's dealing with her heart as she's still grieving her mother's passing. Lord, I pray, I pray that you do it for your people because you can do anything but fail. Bless us today. Cover us with your blood. Walk with us as we go to our separate places in the cars and, and get on planes and boats and vacation in our home, wherever we are, sitting on the porch, sitting in the backyard, we pray for protection wherever we are, wherever we go, because, Lord, you live in us. You're with us. You dispatch angels before we go places, and you make easy and successful our ways. We thank you, and we declare hope on the line. We declare healing, and we speak faith to all of those whose faith is low because we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. So do it for us now, God, in the name of Jesus, and we'll be so careful, so careful to give your name the praise. It is in Jesus' name that we pray, and for your sake, God, amen. Amen, and amen again. Thank God. He is a God who answers prayers, and he lives in us. And so when he lives in us, get to praying, get to talking to him, and then get to work. You know I love you, but God loves you more. Join me again for another time when we gather for 15 minutes with him. Take care. Thank you for listening to 15 Minutes with Him. If you like what you just heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and share it with everyone you know. Please email all suggestions, ideas, and compliments to request at ValerieLee.org. 15 Minutes with Him is brought to you by The Urban Bite, an executive produced by Charles E. Wiggins Jr. and co-produced by Sister Valerie E. Lee.